We've all heard it before. It's who you know. Welcome to Social Capital, a weekly podcast that dives into social relationships and why the investment you put into them is so important. Your host, Lori Hybe, will connect with industry-leading professionals and dive into their networking experiences and expert advice. Hey, everybody. Lori Hybe here. Welcome to the Social Capital Podcast. Our show notes are found at socialcapitalpodcast.com. If you'd like to get more involved in the conversation, join our Facebook group at Social Capital Network, a community of trust, reciprocity, and relationships. You can also connect with me on LinkedIn. This week's guest is Janice Porter. Janice began her career as a teacher, was a corporate trainer, and has now been in business for herself for several years. She found her niche coaching and training business professionals to network at a mastery level and turn their connections into new business. Having an innate curiosity, she has leveraged that into building business relationships and teaches others how to do the same. Connecting people is a skill that Janice uses when needed, and only when she feels that it will be managed most professionally, as she holds her relationships very dearly. LinkedIn training is a huge part of Janice's business. She believes anyone in business or looking for a new position needs to have a professional LinkedIn profile, and that LinkedIn is a powerful, underutilized online platform for attracting new clients, new referral partners, or being found by recruiters. You can listen to Janice on her Relationships Rule podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, and most other podcast platforms. Janice, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Lori. It's my pleasure to be here. You you and I definitely have some common ground here, networking and a podcast on the relationship topic. (laughs) Totally. I know. And and it, it makes it so much easier to talk to someone who understands the importance and the value of building and nurturing relationships for sure. Absolutely. So let's talk about relationships, um, specifically relationship marketing. What is that? Hmm. That's interesting. Um, so whenever you think the, of the words relationship and marketing, most people, or I, I'm going to go with that 80-20 rule piece that um, 80% of the people would think marketing first. And the people that I like to um, surround myself with and those that I train on such things, we talk about the word relationship more. We want to make sure that people uh, connect with people in an authentic way and build an authentic relationship with them. It's not just about sending you my stuff or, you know, connecting to add another number to my Facebook friends or my LinkedIn um, profile. It's about truly taking the time and interest and having the curiosity to find out about people and and find out how they work and how they think and what can you do to support them. That's my idea of relationship marketing. I love it. I mean, there it's, and it does come, how could you support and be a resource and, and help others? I think that's fantastic. Mm -hmm. Thank you. So why the focus on LinkedIn? Okay. That's, that's, uh, a question I do like to answer because um, <laughs> I don't know, I, I've been around, you know, since uh, the beginning of all these social media platforms. And at first I kind of did a wide arc around Facebook and I never really wanted my, my whole private life. I still don't, I still don't like my private life to be on Facebook completely. And in fact, I think my daughters somehow believe it or not are the same because 
um, I'm not allowed to post pictures of my little granddaughter on Facebook unless my daughter gives me permission because mm-hmm. she's very private. So I get that. Um, and I like that in a way because I don't know, I feel uncomfortable about it. But when LinkedIn came around, I I was not sure what it was all about. And, and so I asked a couple of people who were using it. And one of them kindly put me onto this young man. She said, call... Um, Oh, his name's just escaped me now. Uh, and he knows all about it and he will talk to you about it. Well, this young man was very knowledgeable. He was also a really good teacher. And so I got him to teach me all about it. And what, what I found was, oh my God, this, this makes sense to me. This is logical. It's kind of left brain. And it's also um, a business platform. So why that was important was because I didn't have to worry about um, the social aspect as much in the what did you have for dinner and who what movie did you go to. There's a place for all of that for some people. For me, it was more about who could I connect with that we could talk business, that I could support in business, that and so on. And so I find it a much easier platform to deal directly and to be authentic on it because um, the majority of people on this platform uh, are, are decision makers and therefore it's easy to get to the topic at hand, to the, to the solution, to the business that needs to be done faster. Sorry, I went off on a tangent there and then Anyway, that's okay. That's okay. Um, No, I agree. I think that it's a fantastic platform to connect on the professional and business level, like you said. Right. So Janice, um, the topic of the show obviously is networking, something that you and I both have a passion for. Mm -hmm. Um, So can you share with our listeners uh, one of your most successful or favorite networking stories that you've had? Well, are we talking face-to-face networking or are we talking any online? Any story. Okay. Any story so one of, my, one of my fun ones over um, uh, online networking, which I find now is all I really do. <laughs> of course, nowadays, um, with the world being what it is, that's all anybody does. However, mm-hmm. um, I stopped going to face-to-face networking events on a regular basis a few years ago because it just didn't. I don't know. It just didn't do anything for me and took too much time and money. And so, um, okay. So met somebody on LinkedIn who introduced me to somebody else on LinkedIn because they thought that this person would be um, an interesting guest on my podcast. He's in Australia And I have since, you know, chatted with him on Zoom a couple of times. He has been on my podcast. I really enjoyed this gentleman. And he's very, um, he's not only is he smart, but he gives back and he's very passionate about what he does. And through our conversation, I then introduced him to one of my mentors, um, Cody Bateman, who owns uh, Send Out Cards, which is a company that I'm involved with. And Cody had a bit of a vision around um, children and card sending and showing appreciation. And this gentleman does all of that in spades and teaches young entrepreneurs and he has an online academy. So now I've introduced him to Cody. He's now been on Cody's podcast. And now we're coming back to 
me training him more on LinkedIn and it goes around and it all came from just connecting on LinkedIn. And so, and I have lots of stories like that where we turn it into becomes a relationship that then is real and who knows where it's going to go. Love that. I love that. It's just, you know, one initial connection and contact turns into um, many opportunities and, you know, further connections and, down the road. And you never know who that one person is that's going to, you know, open up the door to someone else that you never would have um, originally connected with. Exactly. Although I will say, and I think I need to say this, Lori, in conjunction with that is that I think it's important to, to have um, a good sense of character and still be cautious about, you know, some things around meeting, you know, people for the first time online, because there are some crazies out there. I actually had an experience this morning that shook me a little bit where I got this email in my email um, inbox from somebody that saw me on LinkedIn. And then he sent crazy, like two pictures of himself and he was hustling me online. And I was like, ooh. So I hadn't connected with him, I don't think, thank goodness. Um, but he reached out with my, you know, to my email address. So you have to be careful. But when you have a good sense of, you know, who somebody is, maybe by who they're, who they're connected to, and by the tone of what, you know, what your initial conversation is, you have to be still cautious. I do want to say that, but you never know, it can lead to really great things. That's true. So how do you stay in front of or best nurture your network in your community? Two ways, um, really. One, mostly through LinkedIn, where I try to stay visible. And that is by um, engaging with people on my newsfeed and posting things when I think it's appropriate or when I have something worthwhile to share. And um, two, by my podcast. And three, so I'm lying, three things. The third way I stay connected and nurture relationships is by sending cards and gifts. So I use a tool that I mentioned, um, and it doesn't have to be that tool. It can be sending personalized notes as, as well, but it has to be something tangible that shows that you've taken the time um, to to make that, to write that, to send it. However, not just an email. It's like somebody said to me the other day that I was talking to about this online system that sends real cards in the mail, send out cards. They said to me, well, I email, email my clients on their birthday. <laughs> I said, right, exactly my point. And he, it took him a minute before the penny dropped. Right. Mm -hmm. And he started laughing and I said, yeah, I mean, really, is that what you really want to get on your birthday? Wouldn't it be nice to get a card with your picture on it and celebrating your birthday? Well, he's now sending cards. <laughs> nice. Yeah. But you know, they don't all get it, but that's yeah. how I stay in touch. In I think that's great. I think the, the snail mail is a great way to um, stand out and, and leave a, an impression that lasts longer than an email. It, totally. And, and again, actually, I just want to add a, um, one little piece to that is that he also told me that he does occasionally send cards and he showed me the card. I was on a Zoom call and he showed me the card and the card was his company branding on the front. 
And I still said, mm-hmm, yes, okay, it's all about you. Mm-hmm. And I know him well enough that I was teasing him about it, you know, and, sure. he, and, and he got it. And then I said, but you send someone a birthday card with their card, their picture on the front that you got off Facebook or you got off LinkedIn, whatever, it's public, right? They're not going to throw that away. And your branding is going to be on the back of the card. Mm-hmm. So they still know it's you and they still know it's your business, but you've made it about them. That's so much more special. Totally. Yeah. So Janice, what advice would you offer that business professional who's looking to grow their network? Well, I would say, first of all, are you growing your network um, for business purposes, obviously, but for um, because you want to grow your prospect, do your prospecting there? And if so, where are your people? Are they on LinkedIn? Are they on Facebook? Are they on Twitter? Are they on Instagram? You need to be where your target audience is. That's the first thing. So I don't, you know, for me, it's never about, oh, you should be on LinkedIn. It's where is your target audience? And then go from there. That's my take on it. I love that. I think it's really important advice to to be Fishing in the same pond that the fish that you're trying to get are. <laughs> exactly. exactly. And then make yourself look like the expert. Offer free advice. Um, you know, free, not free, like not, not um, unsolicited advice in, a, in the wrong way, but, you know, give things, give value, show mm-hmm. things that will help your, the people that are, are watching you. Totally. So they will reach out. 100% agree. Janice, if you could go back to your 20-year-old self, what would you tell yourself to do more of, less of, or differently with regards to your professional career? Wow. So without showing how really old I am, I would like to say that um, if I could go back to my 20-year-old self, I think I would have done something that I didn't know I was I had the opportunity that I had the opportunity to do back then, which was to go to law school. I don't know why, but I had this feeling now that I, I should have gone to law school, but I never thought it was an opportunity or an option back then. I was always going to be a teacher. Okay. And I was a teacher and I, I'm still a teacher. That's what I love to do is teach people. However, I think that I would take business courses and I would have learned more about business Um, Even if I didn't think I was going to use it, because when I left teaching, I remember someone saying to me, would you be interested in doing some part time work at this company? And I said, "Um, yeah, I'm always open. Sure. And she said, well, just send me your resume and I'll take it to the right people. I said, resume. What's that? I taught school. What is the? You know, like it's a different world. Mm -hmm. It was a different world. And so I think I would I would have done things differently that way. And I would have started personal development work earlier, working on myself. Yeah. I think that's one I, it's somewhat of a common answer is, um, yeah, taking care of yourself a little bit earlier on getting in the good habits (laughs) earlier on in life. Yeah. And really, really finding out what makes you tick and what, and how you communicate with people. Totally. So we've all heard of the six degrees of separation. Oh, yes. Who would be the one person that you'd love to connect with? And do you think you could do it within the sixth degree? 
Well, I think you and I have talked about this before. And I think at that time I said Oprah. Mm-hmm. And I think I could do it within six degrees. I do. How, how would you start that? Well, I have a friend who knows um, Ellen DeGeneres. Okay. It's a good I think, start. I would start there. <laughs> yeah. I don't know whether she'd do it. Uh-huh. But I'm just doing this hypothetically, right? Sure. Yep. Yeah. Because I know one thing for sure. Anybody who has famous people in their inner circle, do not take advantage of them. Correct. Yeah. And that's that's something I, I totally respect. So just having fun with that. That's what, I, you know, that's what I would think. Nice. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, all right. So here's your opportunity to interview me. What is something that you'd like to ask me? Well, I would like to ask you, I'm curious, do you, this is business related, but do you use LinkedIn for your business? I do. I use LinkedIn. I'm probably on there every single day. And I would say I post more under my own profile than my business's profile. That's good. That's, that's fine. Um, Do you, do you, can you, um, monitor can you measure any ROI from LinkedIn I use it probably more to nurture my network but I've definitely generated business opportunities based on the type of content that I'm publishing I don't have an exact number I bet if I did a little digging I could give you an exact number so what I'm hearing is that you do it you do you use a content strategy but not necessarily do outreach I don't do like cold outreach. Um, I have a lot of people that reach out to connect with me. Mm-hmm. If anything, you know, someone might introduce me to someone and I do connect with everyone that I've um, interviewed on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do just try to focus on putting a very high value ad content um, that's published uh, in my original post. And I try to uh, engage with content that I found value in as well. Okay. That's, that's cool. I know. Cause everybody does things differently, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everyone's got a different strategy with LinkedIn and mine's definitely evolved over the years. Um, as I imagine most people's have, especially the platform itself continues to evolve. Oh, and you know what? The one thing about LinkedIn that will drive me crazy is they make changes, but they don't announce them. You just <laughs> you know, surprise, this yep. isn't there anymore. But yes, it is. <laughs> kind of points to the fact that you know it's important to have your own real estate on the internet as well, right? Because you never know. Amen. I preach that often. No matter what social media channel it is, you need to drive people to the content that you own. That yes. is like one of my my top 10 tips that I share with, with our clients and and network. Yeah, I'm sure you do because you're all about websites and and anything digital (laughs) technology. (laughs) I'm in front of the computer quite often. Um, Mm -hmm. All right, Janice is a lot of fun. So any final word of advice to offer our listeners with regards to growing and supporting your network? I think I would just say that it's I'm going to reiterate this because it's so important. It's important to be curious and to ask questions. And in doing that, um, you will make new authentic 
relationships. And then it's about always reaching out and um, showing appreciation to them. I think that um, especially now when everybody and their dog is on the internet, um, we have to uh, look at ways that we can uh, make those connections. I, I often say in an initial message to somebody, because I do a lot of messaging strategies, and I'll often say to somebody who's reached out to me um, that I, you know, thank you for reaching out. Are you open to a conversation? Because I like to make my new connections real. Mm-hmm. And those who say yes are usually the right kind of people. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, so I I think that's how things move forward and they need to move forward and they need to, you need to establish um, uh, real relationships with people. Yeah, I think that's a great, great piece of advice that you shared. And um, I think a lot of people struggle with kind of, what do I do with that connection that I actually haven't met in person yet? And how do I communicate with them and then actually try to create a legitimate um, relationship with them? Right. I think that statement... And, you know, can we have a quick conversation mm-hmm. because I want to make this connection real? That's that's strong. Yeah, it works for me. I mean, when I'm training other people and I'll say something like that, it might not feel right for that person. So then I have to get them to, you know, maybe take it a little bit slower. But in terms of but the goal is to take those new relationships from being online to offline, Mm -hmm. to a private conversation over Zoom, over the phone, coffee date, if you're in person, if, you know, the world will, will have settled down by, by that time. And we can do that. Um, But the goal is not to hang out just on LinkedIn. It's to build those relationships so that they are um, then real, as I said. Awesome. Yeah. Great. Thank you so much. So if anyone was interested in getting in contact with you, mm-hmm. what's the best way they can do that? Well, they can seek me out on LinkedIn and say that they heard me on Lori Hybe's uh, uh, con- uh, podcast, Keystone Click, um, <laughs> or they can check my website at JanicePorter.com and they can connect with me from there. Um I do actually, I don't know when this will get aired, so I I won't say it, but I do uh, when, but I do have a couple of um, webinars coming up um, on uh, LinkedIn and getting, um, getting to be familiar and comfortable with it and then how to use it where some of these skills are, are going to be taught. Um, But definitely my website, LinkedIn, I'm on Facebook as well. It's not hard to find me. Awesome. We will include all of those links in the show notes. Thank you so much for being on the show today, Janice. My pleasure. Thanks, Lori. This wraps up our episode of Social Capital. Huge thank you to Janice for taking the time to connect with us. If you want to continue the conversation on networking and building your community, join our Facebook group. Just go to facebook.com and search for Social Capital Network. If you need me, send an email to Lori at socialcapitalpodcast.com. Otherwise, we'll see you next week. That's all for this episode of the Social Capital Podcast. Visit socialcapitalpodcast.com for show notes, more episodes, and to see who will be on the show next. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next episode.